things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Happy Friday. Everyone, uh, happy Friday, Dana uh, McCool. How are you, my dear? I am so good. Yeah, I so I heard earlier today. I won't say any names, but I'll just say, hey, you know, Dana's like in a in a pretty happy mood, and I was, and so right away I went to being something like nefarious, like, oh, am I? What are we gonna expect today on the show? Listen, I am unaffected. <laughs> That's what it is. Unaffected. I'm unaffected. I am like fucking Teflon right now. Ooh, ooh, fucking ooh. Teflon right now as far as political shit sticking to me. Oh, I'm good. Right, right, yeah, right. I have chosen to rise above. That's, so there you good, go. Good. Yeah. Good. I like that. I'm rising above. Yeah. Well, sometimes we got to do that because if you don't, it'll wear on you after a little while. I, and you know what? I am just overall in general a happy woman. Good. I've Yeah. That's a good place to be. It really is. Good place, you know, uh, happy happy woman, happy person just in general, mm-hmm. right? Okay, mm-hmm. good. All right, all right. Life's good. Uh, you want to do some housekeeping yes. real quick? So, uh, hey, everyone, don't forget that you can always uh, check us out on uh, YouTube at The uh, Smoking Truth. Uh, don't forget to go ahead and subscribe and hit the like button. Uh, please check us out once again. If you can't watch, even though you may be listening on YouTube, don't forget to get us on the podcast. Podcasts, we're all on the major ones, so that's uh, Spotify, Podcast. Podbean, Apple, you name it, we're there. Don't forget to catch us on Facebook as well at the Smoking Truth Podcast. Mm-hmm. And also, don't forget Twitter. We are at Truth Smoking. At Truth Smoking. Truth Smoking, which yes. is what we are doing. Yes. Hey, happy Friday, my happy friend. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I told you um, that I had taken a new lover. I did tell you that, right? That Maybe that's why I'm happy because I've taken a new life. I feel like that happens almost every week. <laughs> I mean, cigars, folks, cigars. I just, you know. <laughs> Listen, this is disclaimer. When I say that I have taken a new lover, right, I mean a cigar. A cigar. So um, I've really gotten hooked on these Olmecs here. Um, they are just very, very delicious. I bought a box of them um, not too long ago. This Mexican wrapper, I'm just telling you, I'm under its spell. Uh, well, listen, uh, this week's I'm doing one of yours, but I've told you I, I had one yeah. of these over, uh, had a few of them in, in Tallahassee, mm-hmm. the Placencias, mm-hmm. and I got my old favorite, uh, faithful Elvis over here. So <laughs> Elvis is really coming in for us. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, let me tell you something. I, once again, anyways, do you know, <laughs> do you know that almost every other night, I know this is cheesy as shit, but do you know that almost every other night there is one song, uh, that Elvis does that I listen to, um, that you go on YouTube and. If I Can Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a song that he did for the 68 special, and he's never, ever performed it ever since because it was just very emotional for him. It was the same mm-hmm. time frame. He did it in memory of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, and I think uh, 68 is when Bobby Kennedy was also yeah. assassinated. So there yeah. was a lot going on that year, and he did it. Uh, and that song just resonates with me so much because ultimately... I believe, just as a people, and maybe this is a little Pollyannish, but as a people, I always believe that, you know, listen, we can always do better. And so the song just resonates with me a lot, man. Uh, I'm getting a little emotional here, but... God, Eric. I was getting deep for five seconds. That's it. We're done with the deep shit. So let's get on to... Gee, I was like hypnotized yeah. for a minute there. You know? Well, good for you. Good that's for why you. I keep my, hey, that's why I keep the sunglasses. This way you'll so, never see yeah. Yeah, the tearing portion of it. I was going to... Listen, I'm just trying it out today <laughs> because um, I want to see what it's like living on your side of the aisle, you know, as far as uh-huh. sunglasses. Uh-huh. Um, I think that I am like... I don't know. I... I'm more, I'm more this, right? You are cool, and I'm more the business person here. Just, this looks, yeah, this is more I, like me, You I know, think. so when we started, when we first talked about doing this, I was like, <laughs> what am I going to do? But, uh, I, you know, so listen, the sunglasses is more, it's it's more just of a, a thing to, uh, I don't know, it keeps me in the zone yeah. where, where we're here, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like when I don't have it on, like, I'll just, uh, Eric will just rant, you know, yeah. if I don't have them on, but this kind of yeah. keeps me in the zone, it just, and, Yeah, you know. that's what OG does for me. Yeah. Yeah, OG oh. keeps me in the zone. Yeah, like he OG. keeps me kind of evil. I mean, keep evil. Oh, I, that, yeah. was a, that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
obviously equal. You know what I, I mean? got the sense he was like, you know, somebody's happy. And I was just kind of like before. I was like, when I, when I talked to him on the phone, I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not trying to throw you on the bus. No, it's me. I just, you know, I don't know why, but my mind goes like nefarious when it comes to Dana. So I'm like, he's up to something. Anyway, so. but uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the guys over at, uh, at the Mike and Mike Productions, big shout out to them. And obviously the family here just in general yep. at Cigar Hustler. Please, yep. if you're ever on the west side of Volusia County or if you're coming from somewhere else and you're. Even if you're not on the west yeah. side, this is like a, um, this is like coming to Disney for cigars. Yeah. I just Come always here. enjoy it. I mean, yeah. Let me tell you, I told you once before in the podcast when I get a chance sometimes and if I can uh, break away for a little bit I'll just come here mm-hmm. and if the guys are here I'll just shoot the shit because they just it's a great bunch of individuals yep. so uh, yep. may not be for everybody's taste but uh, yeah and listen you can park uh, listen you can park out back it's a secret yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just don't park in a gas station next door because they may have a problem with it yeah. so <laughs> they may uh, hey um, before I forget uh, before we forget um, yeah. can we ask Gonzo about next week yes Gonzo, uh, who's coming on? Who's expected to come on next week, Gonzo? We will have Miss Kim Short. Oh, she's a fireball. She is. She is a fireball. Thanks, Gonzo. I, she is a fireball. She's um. <laughs> so everyone has said, obviously, I, there's no secret about it that you know. Obviously, I was a you know supporter of of Kim, mm-hmm. and I, I think on the second or third podcast we talked about some election results, and that was a, um, a loss that I was not expecting. Um, yeah. But and it's only because. Kim is a very independent-minded individual. I know probably some don't like that, but hey, tough shit. Yeah. Uh, and she's always at the school boards, uh, school board meetings, and she's always involved in the schools in her community. So, uh, and she knows this stuff. So, so uh, listen, I want to tell you something. There is a rich history in West Volusia, at minimum, at mm-hmm. least. I, the, let me just say Volusia. Yeah. <laughs> there is a rich history in Volusia about excoriating independent thinkers. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you do not go along with the fray, there's going to be a narrative created about you. There's mm-hmm. going to be a false narrative created about you, about what your motives are, about how you operate, about who you're in bed with, about mm-hmm. about what your end game is, the conspiracy theories. I mean, we could start a whole new podcast. I'm going to do the old Southern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, exactly. I, I'm going to do the Jersey. Forget about it. He ain't kidding me. Forget, <laughs> about, yeah, forget it. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and and I found that to be true, especially, like, I didn't pay so much attention to, like, during my election term mm-hmm. because we were in, in uh, it was hard. During, yeah. We were in COVID during my election term. That's so, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was concentrated on getting, but now... Mm-hmm. Two years right now, if you have independent thought, you're in the minority. And not only that, um, if you don't play, um, if there is not a narrative created about you, or if there's not a narrative about you, people will create a narrative about you. You know what I mean? And I've learned, this is what I've learned. Duck. Water like a duck. Let it roll off. I used to cry. You know that? Do you know that during my first term? Do you know that during my first term, when people said or wrote bad stuff about me, I used to cry? You know what I mean? Because I take it personally. But I, my political there was one time. There was one time you called me early on, and you know we had a conversation on the phone. I think it was like a Sunday. I I never forget because I was in my car. I, I think I was driving to my parents' house, and you happened to call me, and I got a little got a little bit of action. I said, "My dear, take it easy. Don't worry about it. Breathe. Says, breathe. You always say breathe. Breathe. We're gonna we're gonna get through this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, listen, it's I believe it's because uh, of the passion." you feel and you and I talk about this like look you're you know a very passionate person about what you're doing and you and I talk about it privately where look maybe the approach I may disagree with at times but I but I know you're doing it with the best of intentions uh, and I respect that and it's the same reason why I listen I know you're from the opposite um, party but I respect that um, your positions and your ideas even if we may not 100% agree all the time uh, but that's what it comes down to and I will tell you so in the spirit of all that I have not called anyone or anything a Momo in a couple shows Momo away baby so what I will tell you along the theme that you're talking about we're just talking about it just in general about mm-hmm. independent thinkers I will say this uh, if you're out there and you're trying to squelch independent thinking and mind you i'm all for team sports i get it and i get that sometimes you know there's tactics that get played but if you are if you make it your business and your point to go ahead and squelch independent thinking i don't care if you're the money in volusia county I don't care if you're elected officials or just average citizens. If your game is to squelch independent thinking, I said, then y'all are momos. I'm going to tell you the reason why. <clears throat> we do not get anywhere in this country from groupthink. 
Matter of fact, some of our greatest leaders from business minds to others have been those who've been able to go against the grain. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk, I don't care what people think about him out there, but Elon Musk would not be where Elon Musk is today because of just like, oh, I'm going to go with the whole entire herd. He was very independent. And so I'll just, you know, look... My hat's off to folks who kind of go against the grain from times. I'm not saying it needs to be done all the time, mm-hmm. but there are moments when independent thought is important. We should uh, we should celebrate it mm-hmm. and, and and not find a way to constantly try to squelch it. But whatever, yeah. that's just that's just my opinion. That's not the that's my version of the smoking truth for today, yeah. Momos. But anyways. No. <laughs> So. I get it. We've seen that. There's been a rich history of that throughout yeah. this election. This has been a, a particularly yeah. nasty election. Yeah. And it's only midterms. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's only midterms. Wait till the big one like, comes in 24. Listen. Oh, good my God. God man. <laughs> That's when I'm up for re-election, too. Mm. You know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, election. Uh. You know what, though? Mm. I give no fucks. I know. Do you, you know that? It. I don't. You said it before. Because I, I, I don't. You know why? I dictate myself. Oh, I'm going to throw it in. Yeah, that's my little boom for you. Thanks, don't worry baby. about it. Because here's the reason. I don't dictate my... I dictate myself mm-hmm. as if I'm not running for re-election because I don't know up until that time if yeah. I if I really am. God yeah. only knows what's going to happen in between. Because you know if I hit those numbers, I'm out, right? Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about, like, if I win that a lot of that money, like, what am I going to do in Deltona? <laughs> right? Which I have fantasized. Me and a couple of friends have actually played that out on yeah. paper. Yeah. How does that look if I win that? I'm going to give you this money, but you're going to do with it what I tell you to do with this Listen, money. It's uh, earmarked for this. So, uh, but anyways, <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I'll be glad when this is over with. Mm-hmm. The, the stuff that has come up and out during this election season, man, I mean, just tell you, it's like watching the gladiators you it know what is, I mean? yeah it is it's uh once again it's we are where we're at it's uh, it's a little unfortunate there's a lot that's been going down this election season there's been a lot of and i'm not going to get too into all the stuff but i think when kim, kim comes on next week we'll we'll do like kind of an after election type of deal because obviously it'll be after the yeah. election um and we'll kind of uh, uh kim will break it down too she has nothing to lose i'm going to tell you about kim yeah. short i don't know kim short politically mm-hmm. i don't i don't i don't follow the board of education stuff i think that I have my own thoughts on that. You yeah. know, moms for liberty make me fucking crazy. Yeah. I, I can say that. We'll talk more about that afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next, next week we'll talk more about it. Like, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll wait until the specialist gets here. Yeah. But I will tell you that when you, every board meeting that I walked into, Kim Short is there. Not only is Kim Short there, she's sitting there, she's note taking, she's mm-hmm. out in the community. I think people were scared about her or worried about her. Oh, yes. Like, oh, God forbid you have an independent oh, thought. She, no, because she wouldn't, yeah. tell, she wouldn't tell, tell the line. line. Yeah, that's, that's right. all it is. And so, I, look, there's been a lot of uh man there's been a lot of infighting going on and just there's gonna be a lot of truth telling yeah there's gonna be a lot of truth telling. oh oh, Oh, my god oh yeah (laughs) you know i know i will i'll be somewhat good but not too good um and because i think people out there will know what what uh, what i mean by it yeah um but yeah there's been a lot of just uh a lot of dust up okay we're gonna say that content Content. content. I know. I content. Know content. That's yeah. gonna be content for next week. Um, you know what we want? I wanted to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> the the the, the fuck. Fuck. The big the big elephant in the room. So I'm gonna let you kick it off. <laughs> Go ahead, my dear. Please. <laughs> How you pivot to me when something's about to be controversial and you come in? Because well, I want to feed off the, the energy cap- a little bit. Okay, yeah, right. I want to feed off the feeding energy off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would like to. Talk- I always do best feeding off your energy. That's why. So okay. I think anyway. So. I want to talk intelligently. Okay. okay. Yep. About the fuck word. Okay. All right. The big old f bomb. Yeah. I'm gonna put one in there right now. All right. Okay. I believe that you and I are reasonably intelligent. Mm-hmm. I like to think so. I'd like to think so. I think that you and I are both reasonably moral. Mm-hmm. You probably so more than me. Okay. I'll give that to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to say that. Thank you. <laughs> I want to know that we um, both are very capable of... Um, of Proper behavior in yes. proper environments. I would never hurl an f bomb at the state house. Right? Yeah, and or if ne- Sam Garrison was here. Yeah, you would never hear me saying it in the state Representative house. Representative like Garrison, that. I'm talking to you directly. I <laughs> promise you that when you come on, I will not utter any 
curse words. No, there you I go. will I will monitor myself. Okay. okay. All right. Can you tell him that for I me? Will. Okay. I will. I will. Trust right. me. It's coming soon. I told you it's coming soon. So. Okay. So if y'all don't know about Sam Garrison, look him up. Yeah. I don't have that kind of crush on him. I think that he's politically like one of the most brilliant minds that I watch work in Tallahassee in his past experiences. And you know how I'm about victim advocacy. Right? Yes. So, yeah. Yep. No. Very, so, very, very smart man. Um, and part of this person in general. Um, yeah. So... so <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) So the reason I say all of that is that on this podcast, we talk about real stuff. We talk conversation style, right, when you and I are here. We talk about real things. And and sitting down in our conversation, we want people to draw people into our conversation. And and, um, as if you were sitting around with... um, you know, people in the locker room. Yeah. Right. I mean, sorry, it is. We're not, you know what I mean? We're very real people. And if you're not used to locker room, locker room slash military talk, I, yeah. I listen, trust me, I get it. I understand. And it's our conversation style. Yeah, yeah right? it, is. It, it is. It's, it's our, you well, know. I said since day one, Dana, that, you know, you and I, the whole purpose was that we were going to be here speaking as if you would just, you and I were up, upstairs yep. in the lounge yep. having a conversation and F-bombs were probably dropping. And I wanted to read so. <laughs> I made a comment to you after this said, you know, look, hey, if you're out there listening, just take five minutes in your day, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't care if it's the office bathroom. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Maybe you're at home and you're mm-hmm. just want, maybe you work from home or, you're, or you just happen to be home and you want to go to your bedroom. I do not recommend you doing this in front of your children. Please do not do this in front of your kids. People are going to be right. And if you're listening to this podcast, please try not to do it in front of your kids. I understand yeah. completely. I really do. Yeah. Um, but every once in the blue moon, and you don't have to do it maybe the way they and I do it, but <laughs> every once in the blue moon, it's good just to go, fuck. And then however you want to do it is on top to you if you want to do the whole like fuck that's okay if you want to go that fuck that's okay too it, yeah. i think it re- there's a, a sense i think you called it like a, a just sense of like release and pushing yes. away yeah it is so and i yeah. and i feel like i have to do that every once in a blue moon i know i probably shouldn't don't be wrong my mother raised me better than that i but it's just but i am who i am <laughs> you rebellious child you i was a little always a little bit yeah and so i am who i am and uh but it, look it's just one of those things where i understand that some who may listen don't like don't like it or mm-hmm. wish they hadn't heard as much or whatever. And I, I respect that. I really, really, really do. There's yeah. like one or two people I talk to that you will never hear me say a curse word in front of. Right. Um, and one of them happens to be, well, yeah. Is it who are we talking about earlier? Um, who said that they couldn't listen because yeah, well, that's, well, no, that's one, but occasionally I'll do a little bit because it's more like that's behind the scenes, right, but there's right. one person, uh, elected official that oh. I mentioned once before that's like, uh, like, I, like you had mentioned like a yeah. mama bear type yeah. and I don't do that in front of her at all yeah. um, because I just... I know who she is as a person. Well, I don't either. I, yeah. if, I, if I'm in front of her, I don't either. The, be, the best, I, the, the most I let out was this week. She and I were commenting on something. And I, I think I let out a, a bullshit, and uh, because <laughs> she was telling me something, I was a little upset, and I said, "I'm so sorry, but this is complete bullshit." And uh, but that's that was just me expressing a little of my frustration yeah. uh, with her on something. But yeah. anyways, beyond that, I never do because I. It's not so much that. When I talk to you or others, that if I say it, it's a lack of respect by no means. It's just that's who we are. Right. Um, but when I know that that's just not who you are as an individual, we don't. I, will, well, yeah, I think yeah. that we're both that way. Yeah. I think that we're both that way. Um, yeah. We we are, and, and this is meant to be very candid. Yeah. Um, it's again meant to be very conversational style. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I think about this. Honest to goodness, is. Um, it, Mark Bernier sitting here and Big John sitting yeah. here. And I'm sorry, but Big John's jumping up and down. <laughs> and more so. Well, than, because you know, because there were certain things he could not get away with on public radio, yeah. right? That yeah. you, but you knew behind the scenes oh, where yeah. Big John was at. And you're like, okay, I got this. I yeah. got yeah. I hear you loud and clear, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, so listen, I yeah. have some news for you. Okay. All right. Yeah, is this the... Uh yeah. A little tidbit of information you yeah. wanted to share? Yeah, tidbit okay. of information right. I wanted to share with you. Okay. We have to think about this. You have to think on your feet, okay? Oh, I don't do so well with that, but okay. Yeah, you do. So listen, I'm going back up to Detroit in two weeks. Mm. I'm not going to be here on Friday. You okay. got to get a co-host. All right. <sighs> I picked your co-host last Uh-oh. night. Uh-oh. You did. You did. And actually, I was okay. I was cool with it because I, I enjoy when, uh, when Mark comes on. Do you so. want me to pick your co-host this time? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm. I'm. All right. Actually, I'm you're like, not gonna like, know until that day. Good. I okay. like the surprise. All right. 
All you right, good. It. Please. I know. And everybody's now. So use this as a cliffhanger. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so that's that's everybody's cue to stay tuned. Uh, so that way you know uh, who Dana's going to pick. So. Yeah. And again, you're not going to know until that day. Yeah. Ooh, that'd, yeah. Be, and that'd be good for the folks out there, too. Like, yes. who in the hell is Dana picking, you know? Oh. oh, man. I have hot sauce up my sleeve. Oh, good for you. I like mm-hmm. you know, Hot sauce is good. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right. It's going to suck. Uh well, I was going to go back up. I want to see a Red Wings game. Okay. Which just means I need to go back up in December. Yeah. Right? But uh, there's tree lighting downtown, and there's some underground punk rock that, okay. I'm gonna go, that I want to go see. So um, that's become my thing. I really yeah. like Detroit. Do you know I want to get ADD for just a moment? Do you know? <laughs> go for it, babe. Do you know my kids have me watching it? Because you just doing talking about surprises and cliffhangers, right? Do you know my kids have me watching, or at least one of my sons, and, and he's the one who brought it to my attention because I think uh, he was started watching it with his girlfriend or an, or, or an ex, whatever, at this point. Anyways, um, uh, God, I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know okay. if I see this. So I started watching this season, like season three of Love is Blind. <laughs> Dude, and so... <laughs> I don't know what possessed me to get into watching this show. Um, so the whole idea and concept yeah, behind yeah. it, you know, you know, it's just yeah. like they get, you know, everybody just talks their feelings out to f- match up. So that way yeah. it's you not can't the attraction. See the face. Yeah, so you don't get, you know, you don't yeah. fall in love with the attraction yeah. first. You know the what physical. they say? Yeah. Beauty is only a light switch away. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> or a half a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Or half a bottle, yeah. Or two. Uh, so I, I started watching that and I was just sitting there kind of like, so talk about surprising cliffhangers. And I started getting into it, and I'm just kind of like, dude, what am I doing watching this show? But then I started like kind of getting into like the characters. I'm thinking like, oh no, it's like to my son, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, those two, the most unlikely, they're the ones going to go for it. Yeah, they're, they're going to be able to do it. And so, right. uh, it ended up turning out that the two that were the most unlikely ended up not uh, not getting together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I heard that uh, afterwards, because that show was I guess filmed like a year ago, and this yeah. just got released. And I heard that they're still talking because there was some true love that was there, which is really interesting. Um, because most people don't know this, and I'm gonna just just <laughs> on love, right? Most people don't know this, dude. You know, my wife and I, we only got married after like weeks, weeks of uh, of knowing each other, and there was something. And so, and then obviously, we're here 27 years later. Mm-hmm. And so I always tell people that there was like three marriages, right? Everybody goes, "Would you guys get divorced?" No, 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 no. Same person, right? And then everybody, and then the guy's usual response is, "Dude, what are you freaking crazy?" Right? <laughs> and then you know, and so my wife's. But anyways, it was just one of those things where there was. It is strange though, with love sometimes. Like mm-hmm. my dude, like my wife is like the apple of my eye. Like she's means the world to me. She's my rock, right? And so I'll just tell you this is that. Um, but it was really weird because. You don't expect these things. Not to say that my wife and I didn't go through a lot of like ups and downs and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, I guess some people go through the normal courtships, um, but we, but you know, 27 years later, dude, like I, there was a, there, <laughs> I used to always say, she's like, ah, oh, you need me. No, no, babe, there's a difference. Like I want, you don't know, mm-hmm. I, you know, need you. Like needs like a strong word, right? right. And I sat there and I was just like, but <laughs> that you, was so New Jersey. Yeah. Right but then I'm like, but then like I will tell you this that you know, first of all, I don't know anything about like love at first sight, but what I can tell you is that definitely love is something that grows over a long. Period time takes a lot of work. I, I always tell people that I don't know if I could ever do it a second time. But my wife is someone that I definitely know today without a shadow of a doubt that I need mm-hmm. um, because I just can't even imagine my life without her at this point in time. So I yep. know we're getting a little mushy here, but I just... That's okay. We can talk. It's well, I, know, I, t- I, t- I told you I was going to deviate yeah, yeah, yeah. ADD a little bit because you got me started and I yeah. wanted the whole Love is Blind shit. Yeah, yeah. Just, anyways, I wanted to kind of dovetail into that, but... Anyway, yeah. whatever, so... so- uh, Let me tell you about And if you got something to say out there, you know where I live. You know how to get, you know my number. Call me. Say something. I dare you because we're going to have words. Trust me. I don't take that shit lying down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eric's not a man. Yeah, Let's fuck <laughs> you. I'm not a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody loves the doc. Everybody yeah. knows that you married up. Yeah, I wish I Okay. Yeah, I did. <laughs> she is a beautiful, first of all, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. I saw her in Publix one day. Okay, she because she's always done up. Yeah, yeah, your wife's always got makeup on. Yeah. She is your wife is a beautiful woman. I appreciate that. Okay, <laughs> I saw her in Publix. She had a baseball cap on. Yeah, no fucking makeup. Yeah, still is beautiful. 
Yeah, I like to think she so. She is, and she's very charismatic. Yeah, she yeah. is a she's she a is. she's a bubble of joy. Uh, don't get me wrong; it's not like we don't get each other's nerves. She will time. fucking beat you. <laughs> we get on each other's we get on each other's nerves sometimes. But I'll just tell you that. But can I tell you though? I it, can see. Listen, I want to tell you. It makes for a healthy sparring session, so she can make up afterwards. It does because she's all a fucking four foot eleven. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I can see her. Fucking, yeah. fake, I can see. Let it me tell you. Right so now. one time we were playing around, right? I don't I don't know how we got into it. We were just messing around, like throwing little jabs at each other in the arm. Right. And she took a shot at me one time. I was like, whoa. I go, holy shit. Yo, girl, calm down. Take it easy. I got you. You got me on that one. I think the doc would stick you if you got too far out of line. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. She, doc, she, we love you yeah. so much. She Everybody would, she would definitely rope this guy. Yeah. A hard worker, a great leader yeah. in the community. She is a fantastic woman. Yeah, love her to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am... Um, I'm optimistic about love. You know, I'm optimistic. Good. I, ha- I really, I, you know how many times I've been married? Yeah. 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 No? Yeah. Yeah? You told me. Yeah. Yeah. Not well, my place to say anything, but yeah. That's more than I'm, once. I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. But. Like, like fucking Volusia County, Elizabeth Taylor. It's no joke, because people tried to use that against me when I was running for office. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> she's no. been married more than one time. Is that someone we can really trust? Like, yeah. dude, shut the hell up, man, hey. please. I yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. That Because that was said. That yeah. was said yeah, about was me. It? Like, yeah, it was said. Listen, <laughs> let me just say something. I've been married six times. <laughs> okay? I'm just going to tell you. Let me tell you why. Okay? Be, I'm an optimist. I am an optimist. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what they say. When, that's like the third, second, third time. It's like, I'm optimistic about this stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I was, you know what? I was a very, um, I was a rambler. I was a rambler. I think that's what it was. I was very, um, I liked to travel a lot when mm. I was young. So being married, I like... Two years was my cycle. But I got married very young. I was 16 I the remember, first time I, know, I got I remember, married. I, I mean, that's what we do in Georgia. Sorry, but that's what we do. <laughs> Poor Georgia. I just <laughs> threw under the bus. Like, that's but what they, we do in Georgia. No, let me tell you something. <laughs> At 16, my sister cousins, mm. okay, who are the um, sweetest women, mm. strongest women, they are Southern Baptist Republican women, okay? <laughs> you know, I only met them a few years ago because my biological father, I was a bastard child, right? Oh, so okay. I only found my family, like, 13 years ago, something you did, like I that. Know what, actually, you and I Remember? talked about this once before, yes. I yes, told yes. you, and I met them, and they met me, and here I come rolling up in my pickup truck and tattoos. You know what I mean? But these women have been married to their husbands. They got married at 16. They've mm. been... They've been married for, you know, 40-plus years. They taught me a lot about They obviously that. do not have gypsy in them. No, they do not. <laughs> but it is strong. I mean, I was very yeah. transient. You know what I mean? I liked moving. I liked experiencing different things. I loved living in different states. I always took jobs that required me to travel, right? Yeah. And, um, I mean, when I got married, I really did. I mean, I do, but then I didn't. Yeah, you know but I, mean? I also think, too, that somebody... Look, I would say this, is that... So, obviously, I've only known you since you've been, obviously this far along in your Eight, life in your 18, career. 18 years, th- this one, though. So, yeah. you, you know yeah. what I mean? No, no, no. So yeah. what I would say is that there is a, and you and I have talked before just about some things about your past, and I would say that there is a difference between Dana then and Dana now. Mm-hmm. Dana now, obviously, look, you know, you, you are who you are. I am mm-hmm. who I am. Mm-hmm. And so obviously there are certain things that you will never probably change about you, but there is a level of maturity that comes with time, mm-hmm. you know, just experience and everything else like that. And I think that, you know, look, you are um, at a point in your life where, I know you're successful. You listen. I I tell people. People don't. Re- I don't know. I'll say it again. People don't realize. Look, Dana is not just a successful woman. She's a successful person. Um, she has. Her, she runs her own business. Uh, she's got some other stuff going on too in her life that I just kind of go. And she's managing it all. And then obviously we do the podcast and mm-hmm. so forth. So it's just it's a it's a true testament to who you are today, regardless of what people think about your politics. Uh, I personally just I love the. I'm always inspired by people's journeys in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, and it, it, I know it's getting <laughs> deep again, but I'll just say that it's our I'm, podcast. We can fucking yeah, do what we I just, do. I'm always inspired by people's, um, their, their journeys through life. Um, some easier than others, um, some more difficult. Uh, and, uh, but it's, it's where you end up, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's, it's look, your past is your past, and what I'll say is that the past is something never to dwell on, but it's something to learn from. Um, but it's to me, it's always about where you're going. Um, I try not to. I try not to think about the past too much, other than just you know learn from it. But it's always about moving forward. And listen, I want to tell you something. <clears throat> I have made a lot of mistakes in my life, mm. but I have not one regret. Good, not one. Yeah, I am very unapologetic about the. 
kind of nomadic um, lifestyle that I have um, living, mm. I have I've lived, and the roads taken because I I don't know. That's just um, you know that is that indomitable spirit. I mm. think you know. I mean, because I've like um, I've like almost died a couple of yeah. times. You know, I was um, diagnosed ten years ago with late stage um, uh, breast cancer. Remember me, that? Yep, yep. Remember that? I was with uh, and it was pretty serious. And I went through um, I went through some pretty um, ugly mm-hmm. treatment as far as chemotherapy, which it, it altered my life forever. I had to give up a lot of stuff because that gave up riding motorcycles because of yep. what it does to. Um, and then not even a year after that, had some pretty serious um, other surgery. Yep. And I thought I was going to die. I was very sick and thought I was going to die. And I think that after <clears throat> coming back after that, you um, understand, you get a grip on your own uh, mortality mm-hmm. and you start, I think, living closer. You become less fearful about living on the edge. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, listen, and, you're not, you trust me, you're not the only one. I no. think there are many people in your position, you know, the quote unquote, the cancer survivors, right? Mm-hmm. And anybody who has those type of near death experiences, what I'll just say is that I would think most of them are in the same vein as you, which is uh, you learn not to fear things and just, and you try to live life the full. Mm-hmm. So for those of us who don't experience that, right, you take things for granted. Mm-hmm. And I think you're at a point in your life where you're just not trying to take things for granted. You're yep. just trying to live your life the best way you can, have a happy, have a happy time at it. So that way, by the time you come, by the time you come to the end of the road for you, you can honestly walk away saying, fuck, I had a good life. Listen, I feel that, <laughs> listen, I feel that today, if anything, were to to happen to me mm-hmm. that I don't I have taken every chance that I want to take I live yeah. fearlessly because you don't have anything to lose you get like you know our lives are not linear I no. believe that I mean we do chronologically go forward but our lives are not linear mm. um, I'm a very passionate person that's yeah. part of why I'm so passionate uh, about life and I really only became driven after after almost dying you know the last 10 years because it's no big secret that <clears throat> I'm also a recovering alcoholic mm-hmm. for those of you that didn't fucking know after all the social media posts about me being a drunk, I mean, I'm a former <laughs> drunk. I'm still, you know, working on that. But um, uh, next week um, on November 8th, um, which is DMAC's birthday also, happy mm. birthday, DMAC, um, uh, it will be 10 years since I got diagnosed. You know, I was okay. sober for a while, and then I found out I was had cancer and, and, and you know, just went out and drank that night, yeah. And but however was, you know, back in the next day. So 10 years ago... After all of that, I said, what are the things that I want, what are the things that I used to talk about on the bar stool that I wanted to do, right? One of the things, when I was younger, right, always, music is a big part of my life, being from Macon, Georgia, the Capricorn Studios, growing up with the Allman Brothers, um, and and the like, um, Otis Redding, listening to uh, Southern rock music, you know what I mean? I was was a devotee of music, so, and, and, and even back then, I remember, like, watching the band's underage watching bands and bars because, you know, that was a thing, you know, hey. that's what we do. Um, watching, and then I would always watch the drummer, you know? Yeah. And this is not because I wanted, right, to do the drummer. Yeah. I wanted to be the drummer, yeah. right? So those are things, but I think God knew what he was doing not to make me rock and roll back then when I was still a drunk. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I think I would have been one of those cautionary tales. Mm. So it like No, uh, Dana. <laughs> you are not going to become a drummer. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's not what I have yeah, in exactly. store for you. <laughs> exactly. So at over 50 years of age, I said, I want to be a drummer and, um, and got, um, got drums, le- drum lessons for uh, a Valentine's day present. Mm. And, uh, and I was like, why a drum? Cause, Cause you always, you're always beating on yeah. things. You know what I mean? So go. And man, I'm telling you, I took to it like a duck to water. Yeah. Never play a guitar. Try to play a guitar, man. I have like weird T-Rex fingers or something. Right. Cause I can't play. Yeah. That's my problem with the, with the whole guitar thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, did that. And then, you know, so it wasn't enough to have drums, yeah. right? I needed a place to really play drums. Hence the lead up <laughs> to where we're going with this story, which is, you know, <laughs> so what do we do? We make a business. You there know you what go. I mean? It's open a studio. 
my point is, that long drawn out story is about, <laughs> I believe that the human spirit says that if you can imagine and dream it, mm-hmm. and if you are fearless in your pursuits, that yeah. you can do it. Yeah. Uh, you're never too old, and it's never too late to become what you might have been, you yeah. know? And, and, and my advocacy led up to me running for office. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't, I'm not a political chess player. Um, I, some things I fall in line with because I believe them, and I think that philosophically, you and I under... Yeah. You know, we understand that, yep. you know what I mean? And I have found that I do like politics, but not for um, not for the power, but for the things that I've learned yeah. in politics, man. You you, you learn a lot. Um, I mean, you know this. Yeah, You've been you, in you and I have talked about this before, and I'll just say, look, well, to your, first to your point on the issue of enjoying life and, and whatever. So, uh, you know, I've made comments on this, on this podcast before about the fact that, you know, politics and being a Republican is not, does not define me, right? It's mm-hmm. just a part of me. Yep. My values align a little bit more with the Republican Party. Um, my, who I am as a person and being involved in politics. I mean, I, my dad is one. I always remember Thanksgiving. My uncle and my dad would always argue politics. Um, my dad was very much more an independent thinker, um, slightly aligned himself with a Republican, even though he's more like an MPA. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then my uncle, his, his older brother, uh, you know, unfortunately passed away a couple, n- number of years ago yeah. from cancer. Um, he was definitely much more left-leaning. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes we joke around like, I would tell him, says, pop. And says, you know, Uncle Raul is more a little bit like, <laughs> more like a socialist, you know? So, but uh, anyways, so they would always argue. So I remember watching on the small, like I would be up late, late at night, like in 1984, when I'm only 10 years old, watching Ronald Reagan. I'd have like a little black and white TV in yeah, my yeah. room. And I'm watching Reagan give his speech. And, and I was just kind of like, this is, you know, yeah. I like this. And yeah. so that kind of, uh, that's what inspired my love of politics. But what I'll say is, uh, but it does not, I've gotten to the point now being older and look, I, I tried, you know, look, as life goes on, I mean, I've been through a bunch of different things, uh, which whatever it is, what it is in life. And, um, you know, one of the reasons why I try to find the, 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 I try hard to find either the good in people or just where I think people can meet in the middle. And I try to get caught up. It happens from, from time to time because I'm only a human being. Um, but I try to get caught up in the, the back and forth because of the fact that I think there is so much more that can be accomplished when two people get to sit down together mm-hmm. and have conversations, even if they don't disagree. Uh, Mm-hmm. On certain issues, but just have that conversation so each so the each uh, each them each of them can figure out you know get or get to a better place of understanding. Right. And I try very hard to do that, but sometimes in that you get people who just kind of go, oh, you know, you're this or you're that. Like, oh, well, uh, you know, hey, you know F what you. I say, man? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, listen, I really don't you can't care. Put me in a fucking box. Yeah, like, you know hey, what I'm like, saying? I, mm-hmm. Listen, you know, I'm all for playing team sports, but at the same time, I want to, you know, but yeah. I want to get to a better place. Yep. You know what I mean? That's yep. the only way we keep growing as 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 a people, as a country, we yep. get better. So, anyways, yep. Uh, yep. no, no, I, and you know, I'm going to tell you who my uh, <clears throat> political um, influences were. Mm. JFK, mm. number one. JFK yeah, yeah. was my um, was JFK, charismatic, yeah, bright. Um, it just and listen, people are people. You know what I mean. Um, next to JFK, um, I gotta say JFK Jr. But for different reasons, mm. I love JFK Jr. Um, and and lastly, like I think do you know, that do you, know, do you know I used to see I used to watch him. Uh, so I had a I was a security account manager up in New York City for a number of years for a, uh, a building called Worldwide Plaza, um, and we had you know working dogs on the site and everything. And the plaza, so one was the office tower. Mm-hmm. About 60, 70 stories up. The other one was across the plaza, mm-hmm. was a residential unit about 30 stories up. And in there, you had two major restaurants in there. And so we'd always, you know, we'd have security out there. And a lot of it was, and we'd have working dogs, unfortunately, because we had two major high schools down towards the end of Ninth Avenue that were always very problematic with the students coming out. Unfortunate, but it, is, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but we used to, I used to see JFK Jr. eating there at least once a week. And it, Obviously, it was always an eye turner, um, just from people in general. Just trying. So, at, at same, in the same building, you had uh, Def Jam was in there, so we used to yeah. see oh. other major rappers coming out of there as well, mm-hmm. too. Um, a lot of nice guys. Um, you know, it is what it is. But uh, JFK Jr. used to be there all the time, so that's my little JFK Jr. Let me story tell you something. You. JFK was probably the most beautiful man ever born. That man was the most handsome man I ever seen in my it life. It is very unfortunate exception. what happened to him and his family yeah. in that plane crash. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Uh, just once again, no. But listen. But wait. Yeah. I got to finish. More oh, recently. Sorry, yeah, yeah. More recently, I would say, now I'm going to say 
when I say this, I'm going to say this is the old version, okay? Yeah. Bill Clinton got me interested in politics because that man was amazing and transfixing to watch. He was a fucking great politician. I have, man. I have a book on Bill. Um, and is it a I, fucking Republican book on Bill? No, 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 okay. no. It's just an overall book on Bill. It's a biography, whatever. But the reason why I got it was because um, I've always found Bill Clinton to be very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Didn't agree with some of his politics, mm-hmm. but it was just his story is very yeah. fascinating. If you had look, look. If you don't like Bill Clinton, that's fine. Whatever. I really don't care. But I like to study politicians, both Democrats and Republicans, yep. and why people gravitate towards them. The mm-hmm. same reason why I studied up on, on President Obama. Yep. Same reason why I studied up on Ronald Reagan. Yep. What is it about these individuals that people just naturally gravitate towards? Even JFK, right? Like, why do people gravitate towards them? It's the you know, it's the oration, right? It's mm-hmm. their you know, their their held beliefs in something that you know it comes through from them. You know yep. what I mean? Whether you agree or not is a material, but it comes through. Now, yep. Bill's you know, Bill's an interesting character because Bill was one that I do believe Bill had some. Has some beliefs that I, I believe are old Southern um, Democrat beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were many within the party that you know were try to push him a certain way to become right. much more uh, liberal. Um, I think he got caught up in that probably in the '94 election, and yeah. I think he kind of took a pause and realized, wait, wait, this right. is not who yeah. I am. Yeah. Um, but dude, he's a wildly fascinating individual from the why he handshakes the way he handshakes, which I try to mimic. Tell me. So there's a certain way. Oh, that, and and holds yeah, and, and holds. Hold. Yeah, and yeah. then there's a re- so there's some, there's something that I normally do sometimes, and I got that from Bill. So Bill would always now I'm not recommending everybody do this, but this is it's just a way of making connection with people. So sometimes I'll shake your hand and I'll, I may grab you in the arm slightly. Yeah. And I have to be very careful because you have to read people. Yeah. Because not really likes too much touching, right? Yeah. But it's just my way of trying to reassure you that hey, I'm here, I'm listening to you. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm happy that you I'm have to a do that a lot you. with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things. It's the little things. Uh, the, and then he was just a student of the game of politics. Uh, to, yeah. Which is also being a student in the game of just salesmanship. Yep. You know what I mean? And so I learned, yep. do you know, I learned something from somebody. Wow. Oh my God, this is not good. He used to do. I want to hear it then. Well, this is how he used to get, this is how he used to get women. Okay. He? he you. No, no, he, not me. No, 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 he. But I learned, <laughs> but I was trying to learn. This is before I met my wife. So, I, so it's interesting. So he would tell me about these sales techniques and this, that, and that you do. And a lot of it has to do with, so if he's at a bar, right? And he's over there, you know, trying to, you know, he's trying to, you know, pick up a, a lady or whatever, mm-hmm. they, or two people at the bar. And if it's something he was attracted to, he would just sit there and start talking to them. And then ultimately, what he would do is find those connection points, mm-hmm. right? And I do this sometimes when I'm out there in a campaign trail. You're mirroring people. You, you're sitting there finding, so what's the connection? Oh, hey, I'm, a, I'm from Michigan. Oh, I'm a Michigan Wolverines fan or whatever, whatever yeah, it may yeah, be, yeah. right? Find those connections. Yeah. But also, there are little trigger points. So yes, number one is mimic, mimicking. So if he found that she was very kind of bubbly, mm-hmm. he'd get a little get more a bubbly. bubbly. If yeah. she was a little more subdued, he'd yep. be a little more subdued. Yep. Then he would use little anchor points, believe it or not. He said this would work. And he'd just sit there and every once in a while he'd do like a little subliminal stuff like, you know, a little anchor point or he'll do this every once in a while with a tap on something. And that's a trigger for people sometimes. Believe it or not, you, y'all think I'm crazy, but I'm just telling you, it Listen, can I just say something? Works. It worked for Bill. <laughs> yeah, and it definitely worked for Bill. I was it, just, worked it worked for, for Bill. Bill. So. <laughs> that's some, we, I, who was I, me and somebody was talking about it. I mean, that's pretty fucking powerful stuff when you're having, when you have cigars. Yeah, (laughs) no, yeah. But think about this. If you think about your politician, the ones who connect the most, those are the ones Mm -hmm. who are able to, um, on some level. Who are very affable. Yeah, very, number one, yes. Well, first of all, you have to be a very affable person. You can't be a jerk, right? And so you have to be an affable person, um, someone, and just, and then be willing to listen to people, understand people a little bit, uh, and then just kind of go for them and play off. You got to meet people where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know who else I like? It's my guilty pleasure. I'm say this one time. Mm. I just loved Rahm Emanuel, too. Really? <laughs> not a fan of his. Jesus. I know. He's... <laughs> I know, I know you're not, but he's just so he's bristly. But he, he and his brother are wildly successful. That family, oh, yeah. that family is just you know what I mean. The whole so, Showtime uh, show that uh, the, they talked about, uh, Ari Gold, yeah, whatever. That's yeah. based on his brother being yeah. a, a very successful uh, Hollywood. Uh, yeah, and you know the talent agent. Listen, yeah. the greatest political show on TV ever, The West Wing. Oh. Josh Lyman was based on Rahm Emanuel. Oh, was oh well, yeah yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, because Rahm didn't play, man. No, he, he didn't. Just, he just did not play and. 
I, I, listen, <laughs> warts and all, I, I like the good parts about him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I admired yeah. his uh, tenacity. Um, you know, he, he was a party getter in line. Student of the game, man. A yeah. student of the game. So, oh, yeah. yeah. The, the game that is politics. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I, I talk about this, too. Like, um, you know, you have to admire. Who do you admire? Politicians. Like, um, who is your, your Republican, your ultimate Republican role model that, you know what I mean, that you were like? I always go back and forth between uh, a little bit three people, and I was, and I actually four, because it's hard for me to pinpoint just the one because okay. I think so. I'm a big fan of Thomas Jefferson, big mm-hmm. fan of uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, yeah, and, and I'll tell you why Teddy Roosevelt. And a uh, big fan of Abraham Lincoln and big fan of Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... You know Democrats say that, that, that yeah. they, you know what I mean, that Reagan always comes up on uh, Yeah, Democrats because I don't, I don't think people appreciate... Look, you can say what you want about the politics, and if you're a Democrat out there, look, I, I get it. But, yeah. but I will say this is that I think what I loved about... Reagan was not look beyond his his Republican politics was this fact that he fully understood that um, two people can be uh, wildly uh, different uh, in their perspectives mm-hmm. and still find time to talk uh, and come to nego- and negotiate like him between him and Tip O'Neill. Yep. Right, and they did that all the time. And uh, so, anyways, yeah, Reagan is a big one. But uh, Teddy Roosevelt, just because he was the maverick, mm-hmm. uh, I and Teddy Roosevelt wasn't somebody until later on, only because of the fact that. And this kind of speaks to you and conversations that you and I have had before, that as I've gotten older, um, that, you know, I'm not some sort of like, you know, this green junkie that end of the world's coming in 2030 because, you know, we're destroying our planet stuff. I, but I do believe in conservation. And I, and like, so this, actually, this coming weekend, I'm, gonna, I'm going somewhere um, uh, down South Florida uh, d- to do a tour for conservation on behalf of my boss. Um, and so, and I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I know it's kind of like, oh, you know, I got to be there on behalf of my, but no, I'm really looking forward to it because I want to see what it's out there in Florida that has to offer. And Florida is just a wildly bl- a beautiful place, like many other states in this country, and, uh, but we still have so much to offer. And to your point, some things that you know you and I talk about, which is we do need to make sure that we are preserving as much of Florida as possible for future generations. Because man, I, listen, I, everybody We've done knows. A shit job. Listen, Eric. man, I am a. I was born a Jersey kid and so forth, and I just I'm so saddened by the politics of today. Just me personally about what happens up in New Jersey. But I will tell you that, and obviously I've lived in New York City for I lived in New York City for, for about a decade, and I, I just I enjoy going to New York City. Hate their politics, but whatever. But coming to Florida, and I will tell you this, is that, you know, and, and in my role, I've been very fortunate to see a lot of Florida. And mm-hmm. I will tell you that, man, folks, if you haven't experienced it, Florida is just wildly beautiful. I know we don't have the mountains, and I wish we had that, but you know, it is what it is. We have trails, baby. But we have And been, dangerous anacondas. But, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a lot of gators. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'll just say that uh, Florida is wildly beautiful, and I think we need to just do, and that's kind of the thing with the whole thing with Teddy Roosevelt, is that I think we need to do, do more. He started the whole conservation deal. And I think we just need to uh, to honor him and just our country and our state. Yep. We need to try and do as much as we possibly can uh, to honor it for future generations. Yep. So yep. I want my kids and my grandkids to enjoy it. So, yeah. Anyways. Well, I totally agree with you. And um, I want to jump back into Volusia politics Go real ahead. quick. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So are you, you got the cojones to call this election? Uh, sure. Where? Okay. Deltona. Start with Deltona. I think uh, this is not a ring endorsement or anything. I'm just looking at no, it from political perspective. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what no, all I want. Uh, I'll tell you that I think the mayor is going to win, Mayor yep. Hertzberg. I think she's going to win. Yep. Um, I do believe her opponent is probably running a much better campaign than he was doing last time. Um, yep. But I still believe that the, the mayor um, will win. That's yes. my that's my first one. So. Okay. Um, I'm going to – we'll do – Yeah, we'll let's, do. let's go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I also <laughs> believe that the mayor will win. Okay. Um, she has spent a long time and, you know, she's not a lot of people's ideal for running the city. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, also in the bigger picture is that we have to remember that Deltona is bigger than Deltona. And what I mean by that is that Deltona needs the support of the county and the state, mm-hmm. that she's worked very hard at that. While I believe that um, while her opponent is um, is out there working, mm-hmm. I believe that he has some past history of aggravating people that 
not going to play well with. I understand. I understand. Yeah, with county or mm-hmm. with state politics, that he's been divisive that way, and I think that in okay. the end that will hurt him. So, not to say he's not run a hell of a campaign. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And he's affable enough, yeah. but I believe that his. Um, Prior uh, um, okay. predilections will stifle his chances of winning. I understand. Okay. Um, one of the, one of the you pick one of the districts, um, and I'll I'll feed off of that one. Okay, I want to go to uh, District One. District One. That's the one that Tara, uh, Tara Dierico and, no, and she's two. Is she she's two? two? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so go, you can, we just call it out by that. Okay. Uh, well, so Sorry. the race between Tara um, Dierico and uh, and uh, and Commissioner uh, Vila Vasquez. Um, man, you know something's telling. Me once again. I know I, I had the pleasure of meeting Tara, and I've, I've talked to Tara before. Mm-hmm. Very nice person. I know uh, Mar- uh, Maritza, but something is in the air, and I just something tells me I could be wrong on this one, but something tells me that I think Tara may pull that one off. And I'm going uh, to agree with you yeah. on that. Um, I will tell you this: um, that uh, you know, Tara has been out there. Um, bringing people together. Yeah. And I don't think that the vice mayor has done herself any favors of being so divisive. Um, and recently up on the dais. You and I you have know? talked about that before. Yeah. And um, I, you know, there was, a, there was an incident that came up uh, with the vice mayor. And I'll say that I don't, it, when I finally got a chance to review the whole thing and try to be objective as possible, I don't think it was as, um, I don't think it, it was as bad as some made out to be if you didn't watch the By video. By itself. But, but yeah. yeah, but no, I, but I do think that it probably, it definitely could have been handled a different way. Yeah. And I think it came off, uh, and that's, and then, so that's what, that's, I think what people yeah. are reading. Yeah. And so I look, and then that may play into it as well too. I, yeah. I would agree with you. You so. got to remember Tara has been out in the, um, she's been out working in the community mm. and nonprofit, right? Like yeah. out painting people's houses and helping elderly. And mm. you know what I mean? She's really been out there for a while. With neighbors helping neighbors, who I adore, yeah. neighbors helping neighbors, that organization. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I believe that she that okay. again, like you said, something's in the air, yeah. and, and even though it's nonpartisan, we both know that there's a shit ton of partisanship going on. Yeah, so and I just like I said, it just that, it is you know it just yeah. is what it is. Like I said, one again, it's not a ring endorsement. It's just something that just yeah. my, my bones are telling me a little, and I'm just trying to listen to people. But yeah. anyways, and then yeah. so um, our friend Mr. Process, I think that his his seat's already been determined, and yes. I know nothing about that. The, my counterpart so i just i'm gonna go right over that I yeah no i think that individual yeah i don't have, any, so, yeah, I yeah, I don't have anything to go on there yeah and um, then uh, there's that the district six the one that jody lee's in yeah jody Storzik, yeah against his opponent i think yeah. jody lee has a very good chance of winning that I one do too. um and then who else is out there uh brandy brandy and Tom. that's an interesting race yeah i'm so conflicted on that not about who no, like, no, 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 yeah, no. I'm, but listen, about how it's going to go. No, listen. I listen. I commend both for getting in. Yep. You know, Brandy White is a uh, very passionate um, advocate in many ways. Uh, mm-hmm. For those who live in Daltona, they know that she's in, in City Hall all the time. Yep. Uh, and in, in the commission meetings and advocating stuff. And mm-hmm. I know she's also, you know, she's uh, critic. You know, she criticizes the um, the diet from time to time or whatever. That's you know, how whatever. I got an office. Remember. What? That's how yeah, I got Yeah, no, I know, I know. And so, listen, once again, uh, but Tom Burbank is someone who's been around the been community around a long time. Been around forever. And you got to remember, so this is where I'm conflicted because we do have an old population mm-hmm. that don't, don't give craps about what's going on mm-hmm. in City Hall right now. Yeah. They know what he did back then. And they're not listening to anyone's narrative. They're sitting in their homes. They're not out. They're not understanding what's going on. You know, these are people that are settled, right? Yeah. And they don't listen. They just, you know, they're going to see. And you know what's messed up, too, is, I read one time that the predilection is that people vote for if a man and a woman is running that that they usually tend to vote for the there guy. There is there is that sense. Yeah. Um, once again, so uh, but look, of course I beat my male opponent. So yeah, no, 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 no. I, you know, look, there is that sense. Uh, however, uh, I don't. I don't. Obviously, we're not going to count Brandy out, but I'll just say this: that I'm, uh, I'm conflicted in that race. Yeah. So, uh, and then who else is out there in Deltona? That's uh, it. That's it, right? That's it in Deltona. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Yeah. I'm gonna miss Lauren King so bad. He has been such a calming presence to me. Yes. You know, while Victor is the the big brother, yeah. and, and I'm older than Victor. I don't yeah. even know why I call him the big brother, but <laughs> but while he has been, a, a, Lauren King has been such a calming presence to me. Is that you know that you have 
of Uncle Peepaw sitting yeah. there. You know what I mean? The man feels the way that he feels. He's very um, he's very patriotic. He's yes. very much a constitutionalist. He is, you know, everything Democrats are supposed to hate, but he has a very, um, and I said supposed to. I don't mm. hate, listen. I do not hate the Constitution. <laughs> Let me fucking put that out there right fucking now. I do not hate the Constitution. I don't know of one red-blooded fucking American that hates the Constitution, so I wish you Republican right-wing stupid fucks would quit saying that <laughs> about Democrats because we love the fucking Constitution. <laughs> tell, tell me there. how you really feel. There's two I fucking corners for everybody. I think the challenge always is, is that, look, there are some out there crazy that say that, but I would just say I think it's yeah. just there are uh, – well, I'll, I'll real quick – just interpretation. That's it. Um, I think there are those who believe that the, the Constitution is, is a living, breathing document. I am not. I don't subscribe to that. I think mm-hmm. it is static. That's because listen, Republican. Mm-hmm. It is static. Yes. Like the fucking Old Testament. It's absolute. That's a good point. And you know what? Can yeah. I tell you something? Yeah. Democrats, it's a living, breathing thing. It was given in a spirit by the founding, by the writers, okay, that said, oh, we're going to be going down the fucking road. Time is going to change. We want something much like the phrase, this too shall pass. Do you know where that came from? This too shall pass. No. Do you know where that came from? Lord of the the Rings. No. No, no, no. no. Listen, for real. No. There was an emperor, and he wanted a coin that he could give to his people, Mm -hmm. okay, with, and he he had this contest, and he wanted something on the coin that would serve in good times and in bad times, yeah. okay? If you get too fucking happy and uppity about something, just remember this. This too shall pass. If you are in the most shit time of your life, remember that this too shall pass. And I believe that the writers had this in mind, that they knew that this needed to be something for the ages. And they were not stupid enough well, to think I that would times agree. would not fucking no, change. No, I would agree with you. I would agree that they knew that times would change and and obviously there's a look there's a we have a path in this country on how you amend the document the problem i think that many have and at least i'm in my, in my party is the like so for example when you have a supreme court justice and i don't want to get too um too deep into it, when you have a supreme court justice that says hey my life experiences believe me to believe this and I, and they go through precedents and everything else and i kind of go no 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 it's not your life experience i'll leave that for the politician that's yeah. why we have congress yeah the idea is to is it is to interpret the constitution as is because there are still as old as it may be, I still believe there are things that happen today that you can still um, you can still kind of put under the Just umbrella. Just like the Old Testament, and I want to yeah. remind you something about the Old Testament. Yeah. Okay. Thou shalt not kill, but then you should kill the fucking people that touch the skin of a dead pig. So am I going to go kill the fucking quarterback? All no. the fucking quarterbacks that play football with a dead pig on Sunday. Do you know that Something that, to fucking think yeah, about. Do you know that thou, thou shalt not kill? And I'll tell you this, that uh, I have evolved, and I know we're kind of digressing a little bit, do you know that I have evolved on the whole issue of the death penalty? Really? I used to be a big death penalty person, and I, today I am not, unless it's very extreme cases where it's an open and shut case. Mm-hmm. We, you know, Only because two things. Number one, uh, it's been proven already a few times where people went to the death penalty that never should have went to the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then come to find out afterwards, they were never involved in a particular crime, and mm-hmm. it's so sad. And so that, that that is, in essence, a murder. Uh, this, listen, this is going to be a fucking deeper. We're going to say yeah, this. Check that. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, yeah. OG. <laughs> could you put yes. a... Thank you. We need a reminder that we want to talk about this, okay? About the death penalty? Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Okay, all right, thank all right. you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and then the other, and the other one is uh, just... And we'll talk more. I'll go a little more in depth. And I, the other one is, too, that I, I've studied many reports where it's just kind of basically that uh, crime does not change much um, depending where you have the you know where you have the death yeah. penalty. So again, Anyways. I'm going back to where we talk about the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. We're going to believe different. We could spend a whole. Uh, we're going to spend an hour on that next time. Not next time, but one of our times. Yes. Okay. So, but again, difference between Old Testament Republicans, New Testament Democrat, New Testament Democrats. You know, New Testament is about Jesus going out there. It was, um, you know. It was about what part about loving thy neighbor do you not understand? Period. Sorry. Gay, straight. The Old Testament is very black and white. Exactly. New Testament is exactly. a little bit more understanding, That's, compassion. And, and, and so what forth. did we talk yeah. about? It's all part of the same Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So whatever. Nobody's wrong. Yeah. Everybody's just different. Yeah, you know what I mean? Listen. So stop saying I'm fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm different than you. And I think that if the human, I think that if politicians were to be able to grasp mm-hmm. that concept, that nobody is wrong. Yeah. You're just different. And talk more about the shit that we agree on, like you and I do. Well, I tell you, I, I think, I don't know if, I don't know, I, I don't know uh, if I did or not, but I'll tell you that I, I don't ever 
don't know if I've ever told you. I said, Dana, I think you're wrong. Unless there is something that maybe no, you haven't. I said, unless there, maybe there's a fact that you just a didn't fact, have. Exactly. But I've always, you know, but it's always been like, well, no, I've our, my argument to you has been, well, well, hang on, let me get try and get you to understand why it was a certain mm-hmm. way. And yeah. I understand not that but you're wrong. But that's not political. That's not. We're not talking. That's not political philosophy. That yeah. is political situation, which are yeah. two different things. I can be wrong about situation, but not philosophy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Philosophy is highly subjective. It is. It is very highly subjective. That's why we have successful attorneys, because it's about arguing your case. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. That's the way fucking politics Anything are. can be argued. It, it's, dude. Yeah. I, 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 I had a friend of mine tell me one time and said, listen, man, you can get the con- you can get write up a contract all the hell you want, but there there is a great attorney somewhere in this country who will argue that contract, and, and if they can poke holes in it, and you know some really good ones can, yeah. any contract can, is meant, can be broken yeah. uh, if you have the right attorney to, to poke the holes in it, because yeah. Yeah, nothing's You're really right. ever airtight. So. You're right. Anyways. God, I feel so much better. Like, we're running out of time, but yeah. I feel so much better. Like, you know what I mean? We, we just woosawed the fuck out of this island, was, didn't we? <laughs> we woosawed it. Some of it started off with the whole, uh, yeah, uh, Don't I, you feel much better? I, I, I didn't go, and listen, just so you know, you don't even have to go to the full CK no. if you don't want to, but you can do the fuck. That's what you do to get out of paying quarters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm calling you on that. So everybody say it with us. Yeah. Right, look at the camera. Okay, look at right. your people. You ready? Yeah. All right, now go ahead and do a couple of woosahs, grab your ears, and just rub and woosah, woosah. Woosah, 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 yeah, so much better. <laughs> so um, I want to join you. Thank you all for joining us this yeah. week. I can't wait for next week for Kim Short. I can't yes. wait till you see who I have coming in here with you. Oh, I'm, I'm Dance, baby, me. dance. Now, um, I already know. I have no clue. She has not talked about it with me at all. She no. did tell me she got a surprise, and I told her to keep it a surprise. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, so it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, thank you all for joining us again uh, this week on it. Another riveting, yeah, riveting. <laughs> edition of the Smoking Truth. Uh, thanks for joining us. I hope you join us on our other platforms. Um, we come out on Tuesday. Um, thank you so much. Listen, write in with content. We would love to talk about what's important to you because remember, if it's important to you, it's important to us. Peace. Bye. The Smoking Truth Podcast, its owners and sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intent to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Dana McCool, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience.